Hank, we're back. As always, we are bike to the trending tab on Sleeper to talk about the top waiver wire pickups of the week, week 17 in particular. It's not a regular week, though, because it is championship week. All right. So if you are listening to this, then probably made the championship unless you didn't. Uh, you'd be a certified sicko for listening to a waiver wire YouTube video um, when you have no waiver wire to, to do. But. We're here for anybody regardless. There is no discrimination here. We will start at the top because of that with Mr. Zamir White, the most added player on Sleeper right now. Uh, comes off of a 22 for 145 game. Big, big upset by the Raiders. Now, this this entire waiver wire week is, is really tricky for the skill position players because there's so many moving parts, and there was a, a weirdly high number of injuries in the NFL this week. Um, so for the Raiders, nothing in particular happened this week, but Josh Jacobs missed this week, which gave Zamir White the headway to be the guy. And the way that Antonio Pierce is talking and the way that these Raiders players are playing, there's just no way Josh Jacobs is shutting it down for the season. So if he is good to go, if he is above like 80%, he is suiting up and that would make Zamir White kind of worthless. I will say though, because we only have one week left, this is not the week, like we are no longer picking up guys to stash because maybe in three weeks they'll be good. Like the Tajay Spears, the Chase Browns, like those guys were fun to pick up throughout the year. They're basically meaningless up to this point, unless you're in kind of like a full PPR league and you're really desperate. But Zamir White, where his floor is basically a zero if Josh Jacobs returns, his upside is 20 touches and 100 plus yards and a touchdown kind of thing. So you want to prioritize those guys this week, obviously. So Zamir White is... My number two pickup, because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is my number one pickup on the week, is because Isaiah Pacheco is concussed. He has a brain injury. Now, this matters, one, because Jarek McKinnon's already on the IR, so he's missing next week's game. Number two, Pacheco and the Chiefs played on Monday, which means he has a shortened week to clear concussion protocol, meaning he has a less, a lower chance to actually clear it, so... That means Clyde Edwards-Hilaire will likely be the workhorse here and will be if Pacheco misses this game. And that will probably mean 20-ish touches against a soft Cincinnati defense. So Clyde is my target of the week at the running back position, though there are some other usable options here. I think Khalil Herbert is interesting. It's been really tough to decipher the Bears' backfield as a whole, but on a week-to-week -week basis, when one of them misses we're usually able to tell who's going to be the workhorse here, right? Anytime it's all three of them active, who fucking knows? But anytime, like, Khalil Herbert misses, Roshan Johnson misses, Deontay Foreman's been the guy. This one, Deontay Foreman, I don't know why he missed. It was personal reasons. So he wasn't injured, and it actually was not just a random healthy scratch. It was personal reasons. So that makes things tricky, obviously. But if he misses next week's game, if he is still out for next week for whatever reason, I feel relatively confident with Khalil Herbert at the running back position as a low-end RB2. I think Roshan Johnson could be usable in a full PPR league as well. So I think there are some options there in the Chicago team, especially given the fact that DJ Moore had an ankle injury. He did return to the game, but we'll see if that flares up. Cole Komet also left. 
and he is likely to miss next week's game, so that could mean more targets to the running back position. Chris Rodriguez, the running back out in Washington, ended up scoring two touchdowns against the Jets. This is definitely not a repeatable offense, okay? They play the Niners next week, which they just got tossed around by the Ravens, but that that is nothing. I don't think Brock Purdy throwing four picks has anything to do with Chris fucking Rodriguez here. So I'm not hyped about Chris Rodriguez. I think maybe if you're desperate, you could throw him in there. Maybe Brian Robinson is back. He's been dealing with a hamstring injury and he's missed a lot of time. So you know we could talk about that. Um, Justice Hill, I have no interest in at the running back position. It is worth noting that Raheem Mostert did tweak something on his lower body. He was trying to get back in the game, but they kept him out because you know obviously they need to make a playoff run. So I'm not overly concerned about him, but I would keep an eye on reports for Raheem Mostert. If he is out, then obviously Jeff Wilson probably goes into a larger role along with Devon Achan, who's already owned. But Jeff Wilson would be like a low-end flex play, I think, someone who can get involved by the goal line here. The wide receiver position. Okay, so we've got we've got a few injuries to the Vikings. We have Hawkinson, his knee. We got Addison also. So there's a good chance. Hawkinson is probably almost for sure out next week. Addison We'll have to kind of keep an eye on reports there. But there's a decent chance both these guys are gone. If both of them are gone, KJ Osborne actually becomes a really, really, really solid, almost like a version of Noah Brown, right? And Noah Brown is atop this list too. He's not on here because he's probably highly owned, but if he's available on your waiver wire, he would be my top pickup for sure because CJ Stroud will likely be back next week. But KJ Osborne and the, and the Minnesota Vikings going against the Packers, if they don't have Hawkinson, if they don't have Addison, I mean, Osborne's going to be a for sure locked in wide receiver three for fantasy teams next week. He has proven that he could just be that guy whenever they have needed him so far this year. I also think that makes Brandon Powell sneaky interesting in PPR leagues, right? We sprinkle a little PPR scam action in there. He could be like a Demario Douglas type beat over there in uh, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Demarcus Brown. <clears throat> Demarcus Robinson interesting he's just kind of getting it done he's doing his best like tutu atwell impression from the beginning of the year though he's doing it with both cooper and uh cooper cup and puka nakua getting it done so he's making big plays he's just getting it done so he's a guy that i don't feel like good about they are playing the giants so that's a great matchup he could have a he, he is a, a really low floor risky play that i think could possibly play off uh could possibly pay off i think he's sort of like rashid shaheed or gabe davis in that mold where you know you know what you could get, but you're probably not going to get it. Probably have better options. Continuing on down the list, I don't have much interest in Chiggy, although he's been kind of consistent, I guess, over the last few weeks. I really like Tucker Craft. This was a guy I've been high on for a minute now. Again, with all these injuries to the Green Bay Packers wide receiver group, Jaden Reed with the turf toe. We have Christian Watson with the hamstring. And Dontavian Wicks actually left this game with a chest injury after scoring a touchdown. So they might be down three of their top four receivers. Dobbs obviously becomes a really good play. But Tucker Craft has, I think, gone over 55 receiving yards in three straight games, something Luke Musgrave only did one time in his 10 starts for the Packers this year. Right here, he's been really, really solid for PPR. You're talking about three straight double-digit point games in PPR league. So Tucker Craft is my favorite tight end to pick up this week. There is really nothing else on the waiver wire at the skill position. It's bare. It's ugly. In terms of streaming defenses...
In terms of streaming defenses, um, we have my, my top three are probably Chicago, Jacksonville, and Los Angeles. And again, my formula is typically take a team at home that's favored to win their game. And then tiebreaker will be whether or not they're a good defense in real life. So Chicago fits the bill. They're only three-point favorites at home against Atlanta. And Chicago's been lights out as a defense over the last uh, month and a half. So I really like Chicago. They're my number one team. I don't want to overthink that. Jacksonville is a seven-point favorite at home against Carolina. That's another one that you obviously don't want to overthink. Jacksonville's been pretty terrible on defense. Just got absolutely fucking routed this week by Tampa Bay. And Trevor Lawrence might miss this week, which means C.J. Bethard will probably be at quarterback. It's kind of scary. Like, I don't like starting defenses whose offense I don't project to be very good. I think Bethard can lead the offense and they could score points, but that's why they're number two for me underneath Chicago. And then the Rams play at New York. They're on the road, so that is a little bit of a ding for me, but they're way better than New York, obviously, and they're six-and-a-half-point favorites. So those are my top three streaming defenses for the week in that order. And that's really it. I mean, we're waiting on a lot of injury reports. We don't know the status of a lot of players up to this point, so we kind of just got to wait for the smoke to clear, the clouds to clear. I think we're in the clear as it relates to waiver wire videos for the year. I might do some week 18 stuff. I just don't really feel like a lot of you guys play week 18. So I don't know if I'm going to make content around it. Maybe I'll just do rankings and make them free for everybody that do play. Let me know down below. Like, do you play in any fucking leagues that play into week 18? If so, if there are enough people, then I will probably make some content for you. If not, thank you guys for hanging out up to this point. Waiver wire rankings, weekly rankings, private Q&A available on bdge.co. Hit the button that looks like this down below. We out of here. Hang. We can finally untuck our shirts. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.